ゲームをしましょう I just recently remembered that I was a barb, so I'm currently going through that. I'll find out about this song <gasps> rivalry later. The yeah. thing why I can't be full-heartedly a say-so remix stan is because there's too many versions of the say-so remix out there. Is that, is that why? Yes. <laughs> is it because cause I, I, say-so sounds like 34 different songs, but they just, <laughs> they just threw them all at each other and came up with that and spit it out and put Atkinaj on it and said, bitch, if you don't give me this number one. <laughs> and here we all are streaming it, so... I streamed it one time, and then I streamed um, Savage Remix for the rest of my time um, during this campaign. So I would just, As like, you should. just make that clear. As but you congratulations, should. Nikki. Congratulations. Congratulations, Doja. You both deserve the number one. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. Mm, sounds shady. Anyway, so <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the episode. Um, today, we're going to be talking about, obviously, RuPaul's Drag Race um, with the main episode, but really, this episode is honestly dedicated to All Stars Five because the cast lineup, sickening. Um, the main episode of Drag Race right now, we're at a point where there's so many different Drag Race affiliated shows that I can't keep up, and I don't think we're reviewing anything except for this main show and then All Stars Five, and that's it. <laughs> um. Is that so, a sub? huh? Is that a sub? Is it a sub? <laughs> Please stop. Um, so I did, girl. Who, who are you trying to at right now, girl? The ad is free me. today. I was just saying, there's a lot of shows. Like, there's Drag Race, the main season, season 12. There's Celebrity Drag Race. Then there's yeah. Untucked. Then All Stars 5 is coming out. Like, <laughs> we knew that RuPaul, Andre, Fracking, Charles was going to make a bag, get the bag, secure the bag. And now we got four shows all at once. I didn't know she was making. I didn't know she was making a handbag store. Like, is this how you become rich? You make multiple yeah. bags, and then, oh, God, I need to do this. Anyways, so let's just get into the episode. Um, I guess we'll just do this a little impromptu. Uh, I mean, weird because obviously the episode wasn't that exciting. Um, let's just start like towards the end. So Heidi is gone, which I really feel bad because I think she should have stayed over Jackie Cox from last Period. week. Yep. So Period. now that she's gone, I'm like, wow, like, is this really the lineup that the producers wanted in the first place? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. They were always going to throw Heidi under the bus somehow. It was just a matter of when and how. Like, I knew that she wasn't going to make it. 
and I totally agree with you. Like, I think that she should have gone home during that lip sync. Like, she clearly won it. They just kept Jackie because she did her weird, crazy woman thing, and they wanted her to have a redemption story, so they gave her one. Well, the thing I is, just, they also uh, wanted her to be a woman of color because that doll bitch in the first <laughs> The doll, yeah, the, the, the doll being thing. brown, it was like literally for the just for the sake of the audience, they had to basically take these Muppet looking dolls and do like a puppet show of another queen on the show. And let me tell you, they, they're they pulling these dolls out of this hole, <laughs> which shut up, RuPaul. Anyway, they're pulling <laughs> these, these Muppet type looking dolls out of this hole. And I kid you not, like both the black queens that are left on the show had these like you know seely looking like coffee like coffee complected dolls coming out and then you see this light-skinned doll for crystal method who is half mexican by the way and then jackie's half i think persian maybe yeah girl i just (laughs) why is your doll the color of like (laughs) like a twigs bar like what is going on Like, your your doll is the color of Heidi. I thought she pulled me out of the hole. Like, yeah, she I, really pulled Doja Cat, aka Dolce <laughs> Heidi, aka Dolce Dolce Cat. Dolce Cat. <laughs> Move, bitch. doll. I'm like, you know, she made that decision personally, right? She said, uh, "RuPaul, um, I would like to personally request that my doll accurately represent." the portion of my heritage that I'm most comfortable with right now. It's just yeah. that everything about Jackie Cox's just Contrived. being on the show has been this political statement about race and like Middle Eastern identity, which, you know, like I get it. Like we haven't really had that, like someone so vocal about it. I think the only person that kind of came close was um, Mercedes Iman Diamond. Was that her name? Mercedes. Yes, it is. Yes. Who was like the first Muslim to kind of come out and, and say all of that and like really live in her truth. But I feel like Jackie just kind of like, it, it's quiet. Like I, I really need her to kind of like pick a lane and not have it be the, my mother is Persian. I'm gonna talk about my mom all the time and not really talk about anything else about her identity, especially about her being also white passing and half white. What I don't love about Jackie Cox is that Jackie Cox literally comes off like a white liberal in every single frame of the show, but she gets to pass as a POC because she just happens to be partially Iranian. But like literally every time she brings up her mom, it just seems like it's for the sake of the show. Like she even talks about her, how supportive her dad is and how like her mom disapproves of basically everything she's doing at home. What is going on? And she's like, like one of the lightest skinned characters on the show, people on the show. And her doll is like a brown-skinned doll, and she's not a, a Muslim, but she's wearing the hijab, which I did I did understand that that decision. But it just seems like half the time she's just playing this game and using this particular in that she has to garner favor with the audience. And it just does not feel fair. It just feels so unfair, especially because on Twitter or anywhere else, they would have clicked on that Abby picture the minute she said half the shit she says and been like, wait, girl, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait, hold you gotta, up. Hold you got to make that shit wet first. You can't just go. <laughs> I'm a whoa, holiday. Whoa, whoa, holiday. Whoa, holiday. Whoa, whoa. But it's like kind of the thing is like a lot of Iranian people are that wait. light. Like even like full, I don't, don't want to say full blood. That's kind of like, I don't like using that kind of terminology to describe someone's race. But like someone who maybe has two Iranian parents born in Iran or whatever, like 
a lot of them are very light, like the same complexion as Jackie Cox. But it's it's this whole idea that if you're from a Middle Eastern country or if you're, or if you're from a Latin country or if you're from pretty much like anywhere in like the global south, then you are brown. And not brown as in like I'm looking at you and you are a brown color. It's like a political brown. Like I am brown, which means I'm POC adjacent, a.k.a. I'm not white, but I physically look white. It just, it just doesn't make sense. There's like a lot of dissonance when you're talking about actual brown people and then the, the like white but politically brown people. The only thing I needed from Jackie Cox was for her to publicly acknowledge that despite her truth and her experience that she is white passing and doesn't necessarily get all of the flack for being aligned with the conversations and the narratives that she's espousing for, for, for favor on the show. Like acknowledge that you're not actually like that brown looking and that does have an impact on your experience. And of course, center your mother and center, you know, the, the sort of, um, you know, the narrative that you're pushing, which is a valid one about the way that, you know, Middle Eastern people and Muslim people have been treated in this country, but don't like turn it into your personal journey. Because it sounds like, and that's just based on what I've actually heard from her, like out of her mouth, it sounds like one of the most significant aspects of Jackie's relationship to her mother is actually like homophobia. Yeah. So it's really like, is this your story or your mom's story? And also, why are we not hearing about your dad? Is it because your dad is white? I feel like it's because like, if we really got all that we really wanted out of Jackie Cox and her identity, that's just too multidimensional for a show like RuPaul's Drag Race. Like they don't like having true multidimensional characters or just multidimensional people on the show. They want someone who can play a role. And Jackie's role was the politically brown, Muslim adjacent- White person. Persian person white ca- white passing person that's the thing. but that but, about... but that wasn't the role that she was meant to play She's aka give it <laughs> given to by rupaul rupaul yeah. said you are brown from this point forward and i don't want to hear anything else about it oh your your dad's super supportive i don't give a fuck <laughs> like talk about your mom and how she used to make you neon rice or something like girl like oh my talk lord about... don't say that i'm done <laughs> i'm done I'm, I'm done with like, the episode. I'm <laughs> sorry, but like it's so aggravating that RuPaul does this every time, and it's like it, it's always pigeonholing everyone into this like into this narrow part of themselves, it, and it's the same way that I've always been talking about Heidi. Like she gets narrowed into this yeah. small town, Ramster in North Carolina. That's what any anyone can talk about her. They're always going to mention the fact that she's from this like country town oh, no. in North Carolina. Country it's town. like. Like, it's just, like, it's very kind of, like, almost offensive that, like, it's always happening. It always happens to the POC, but if you're brown or black, it's spun in a way that is almost, like, not good for you in the long run in the competition. But for Jackie, she got to use it, and it's now going to propel her to possibly the top four. But for Heidi, it pretty much meant that she was not going to get top four. Like she could have gone like all the way, but because of the way that they were treating her on the show from the beginning, like I knew for a fact that she wasn't going to get to that far. I don't want to shit on the story because part of what I think is coming off from my angle is that because I'm just the person who has like an Aggie type of vibe, it comes off like I hate Jackie Cox literally when really I just, I dislike the optics of this as a POC, as someone who looks like my race and looks like my ethnicity and looks like all of the things that actually like 
that qualify me for a certain level of, of oppression and marginalization in society. Looking at someone like Jack, Jackie Cox so adamantly and so vocally espouse their participation in that sort of narrative and knowing that Jackie has like a whole ass like dad who supports their drag and has like talked about how he's actually had negative interactions with his mother based on his queerness. And this is a queer sh a show that's supposed to center queerness and center that those those things, it just feels disingenuous and it feels kind of like she's gaming the system. And because I naturally do trust liberal white passing girls less than I do people who are visibly, you know, POC, it just makes it harder for me to like really buy into the whole thing, you know? But that particular aspect of the show where she was talking about her narrative and her story, I think is relatable as fuck. And, it, and a lot of people have gone through it. And so I don't want to personally shit on that particular part of it. But the overall narrative for me just seems contrived as fucking fake. Yeah. I just don't like getting played. Yeah. I think reality TV shows play the audience a lot into getting them to believe a narrative that they are actually producing themselves and not like, it's not in any way organic. Um, and I think that really is, I think the whole reason why they let her stay in the double save, the double Shantae was because they wanted to give Jackie this like redemption because she hasn't really won anything. She's kind of been coasting and, you know, it's, it's kind of been flatlined for her. And I guess if you, if like you ask the audience, quote unquote, they think, that Jackie has more skill than Heidi does when it comes to being a drag queen. I don't necessarily agree with that, but in my, like how I viewed the episode and the, in the roast or whatever, the, the one woman show, I didn't think that Jackie was that great. I honestly didn't even laugh like really at all during, <laughs> during her, her, you know, mother, father. I thought it was cute. I thought it was a, a nice idea. But like, if the whole point of the challenge was to be funny, I don't think she did that. And I think they kind of made it like, oh, you talked about your mom and you talked about your parents. And like, they, they kind of set it up like, oh, we don't know anything about you. So like, you should like make it really personal. And then she did that. And then of course they were like, oh my God, that's, that's what we wanted all along. And it's, it's this whole storyline. It's like, it's not even like you're trying to be insidious about it or, like, or trying to make it a little like, oh, like this just kind of fell into place. It's like, you could see the parts, the moving parts of it and how they're like piecing it together throughout the episode. And that just kind of made me annoyed because I thought that Gigi should have been not in the bottom three. I think that Gigi should have been safe. And then um, uh, Jackie should have been in the bottom three. Because I, honestly, I laughed at Gigi's. I did not laugh at all about on about Jackie's performance. So. The T is Jackie Cox should have been should have gone home last week, and that's yep. just that on that. Yeah, and they chose <laughs> not to. They wanted her to stay, and that's why they show is fake as fuck. And it's funny how last week the real oracle of this podcast was Caputo when she said, and I quote, "You know what's going to be funny if they put <laughs> Jada and Heidi in the bottom two and make it gaggy." Yep. <laughs> I literally saw the eye grow on her forehead in a moment. Like, my third eye has really been open this entire season because I even saw it for for Crystal from the beginning. I was like, you know what? There's something about this girl. That mullet has some secrets in it. I think she's hiding some skill in the mullet. I'm tired. Like, I believe but I knew, I knew, like, at, at a certain point, you can kind of tell. And, like, by, by the time that we're at now in the show, like, there's mm -hmm. less and less girls. So, like, it's a little bit easier to kind of see what RuPaul's brain or whatever computer RuPaul uses for a brain, like is calculating 
you know, the storylines and how they're going to play out because I knew that Heidi was going to have to go eventually and who else to send her home but the girl that's been at the top the entire time because it's, it's, it's an easy way to, you know, to know that that um, Jada will stay and Heidi will go home. Demons Among Us. The fact that they really could not let Jackie go home. Like, you really going to tell me that? Okay, girl. All right. And Jackie the has most been aggravating in this competition for how long now? Mm. Right next she's to been, They were both same level. She's been the, the main coaster. Everyone's talking about Heidi, but like, I feel like Jackie's been coasting more than Heidi has because Heidi mm-hmm. has a win. <laughs> Period. And Heidi can actually perform. Jackie's performance to me was, I, I will not lie to you, I was not at all sure why everyone was acting like it was good what she was doing i was genuinely perplexed and confused at what i saw <laughs> but maybe it's a taste thing maybe i, I saw what she was doing with the what is this like i kind of got where she was like she said it at the beginning and then she tied it in at the end oh her but lip like sync. it just I'm wasn't funny about, i'm talking about her lip sync not that oh the yeah, lip sync. oh yeah yeah the lip sync yeah. was fine she was fine with that if oh. she had done that the week before i would i would not have really been mad but because I know she really should not have stayed the week before, it made me feel like she took a spot or an opportunity from someone else. Yeah. And of course, it's all RuPaul's fault. It's not Jackie's fault per se, but she yeah. and Heidi both played a game. And uh, one was supported from the beginning for that game. Anyway, yeah. Uh, let's kind of go into the runway because I think that was great. Um, this week we had Whoopi Goldberg as like the guest judge. So of course, um, stereotypically, the LA gays didn't know any other films of hers, so they went for the color purple, <laughs> um, and they used that as a runway theme. Um, I guess you know, mammy culture with the whole Latrice thing makes it so that they have an authority on black culture now. So. So uh, let's talk about the fact that Jada had a perfect look, except that wig. I would have liked to see something else. Which wig? Which wig? Which wig? <laughs> it was the long wig to the one side. It just it was it was flat. It was okay, but you know what? The overall look and presentation, like it's Jada Essence Hall, like it, 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 the essence of beauty, basically perfection. She made that shit. Like, how can I ever? I love say anything. I love a hat that like is like slanted and sits kind of like off of your head almost. I love any look. I love a look that has a hat like that because it just like it just just exudes elegance to me. It just elevates any look, and especially because it was like a deep purple that she was wearing. I'm like, oh my god, she she just sells garments like no one else can. It's also she insane. had a woman's body under that look. Yeah. She had a she had that that womanly body that she you know she looked so naturally just like she just looked exactly the way she was supposed to look and and I said this before we even started rolling how personally I don't like the idea of taking the color purple and just literally like wearing a purple dress but she mm-hmm. still sold me even without a concept look which means she looked crazy amazing <laughs> oh <Yeah. laughs> like, she she looked crazy like oh no. No, she looked good. I feel like no one really looked terrible on the runway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe Jackie looked like a little crazy, but... Uh, yeah, Jackie to me was not it. They called it cheap, but I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was a really... Um, I like costumey things. Girl, I literally yeah. want to go on that show and come out as Lady Unaleska, but with a bunch of Same, tendrils on my hair. Thing, yes. So coming from me, of course I'm gonna like something that's this costumey. But she was giving yeah. me code Lyoko girl. Like 
Oh, that's the actually eye, really good. The eye, yes. <laughs> she was giving Code Yoko. She I was, was like, giving Code Yoko. This bobblehead. I definitely appreciated the look. It was super campy. So, like, I didn't think that the the textures of it and the fact that it kind of, at points, kind of looked like cardboard. Like, I didn't think that was necessarily a bad thing just because of the nature of the of the entire outfit. Um, I thought her makeup, honestly, looked probably the best that <laughs> it's looked in a while. Because <laughs> I just, like, don't think that Jackie really does a lot of transformation when she does drag. Um which is fine. Like, I don't think you necessarily have to transform yourself every time, like with face makeup and whatever. But it's but, a nice departure. Right. And it's like, if you can, if you can do it once and just prove to me that you can, like, I won't like be on your ass about it. But like, if you're always giving me kind of the same beat, then I'm going to, I'm going to kind of ask like, what more do you have to offer besides no putting different. on different clothes, you know? So I'll make sure to put away the cosplay one episode to give y'all something so that Caputo's not reviewing me on season 15. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what? We saw her. As old and dry and 30. And <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. I know y'all are going to drag me. Like, first week is Morgan Darkstalkers. The second week is going to be some pageanty Jada Essence Hall shit, just so y'all shut the fuck up. And then the rest of the way, it's just cosplay 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 like you um lulu week five lady in alaska week six yeah. i'm i'm gonna do a like uh, a yuna like um black mage Ooh. looks week seven and then do the transformation to floral falal like y'all are not gonna be able to handle this but that's uh, where i really like i really give cosplayers their props because like you really have to be skilled in giving whatever look is asked of you really like mm-hmm. you're like oh i want to be this character like it's not like you can just kind of give the same beat or you can kind of give the same wig styling or the same garment if you're going to be sewing it like you have to be able to be super versatile so i give cosplayers like all of the props that they deserve yeah for any listener that does not know a cosplayer i mm-hmm. lift up um katsukan on twitter and then of course my like the ultimate cosplayer girl yaya han I need the girls, like, because, you know, they need to get, like, a black girl magic category one day and, like, for a black girl to give me, like, a black cosplay look of, like, not necessarily Sailor Moon because that's very on the nose, but of, like, a legendary magical girl or something. Right. I'd be so here for that. Like, yeah, that would be cute. So, uh, oh, what else are we going to talk about in this episode? Because it really wasn't, there really wasn't, oh, you know what? The other thing I wanted to mention, okay. So Gigi coming out with the Scooby-Doo kind of almost cosplay, it wasn't spot on Daphne, but I like that she That's gave me something. That's what I thought it was at first. I mean, I was giving, I was loving the, the little frilly sleeves. Like, I love mm-hmm. the color and the hair. Like, I definitely enjoyed that look a lot. Yeah, it was okay. It was cool. And her performance, like, it was funny to me. Um, I love the idea of like a, a um, flight attendant going to hell. Like, mm-hmm. I think that is so funny. Um, it was so good for to the jaded you. girl. She was very on like on the era with that. I feel like that's just not RuPaul's time period or something, which is why maybe it missed her. <laughs> but it's like exactly our humor nowadays. I think. I think they mm-hmm. really played up the whole like, oh, she didn't know, or she was kind of stopping, or she was lo- losing her lines. And it's like, she was still funny through all of that, which is why, like, I hate, I really hated the way they were painting narratives this 
episode specifically because they could have very much easily have edited out all those awkward silences with mm-hmm. Gigi's performance because I'm sure they did it for the other girls. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they edited out maybe one or two awkward little silences for the other girls, but they literally kept every single one for Gigi to make a point that she isn't an improv artist or an improv they, comedian. Like, they edited we 17 that. minutes of Sherry oh. Pie's performance. <laughs> so yes. If it was that big a deal too, if it was that big a deal about about timing, why didn't someone stop Sherry? Because why did they say, "Girl, you're done"? Narrative, girl. It's a narrative. It was the whole episode was just so ridiculous. I was so over it by the end of it. (laughs) Although I'm glad that they made that work in Jada's favor, as opposed to you know acting like it was Jada's fault she wasn't good. Like I think stealing, like having Sherry in front of you and then having her kind of steal your thunder a little bit, I think was a valid thing to talk about how do we feel though about the fact that like jackie's lying ass tried to act like she didn't force jada to be in the fucking last slot like can we talk oh my god talk about something you asked to be asked to be last are you kidding we can talk about it quickly the t is like okay someone had to go last sure and and in these moments I have been in the place where I have been given a choice to do something and I just say, okay, because I'm one of the last girls, I'm on the bottom of the totem pole in in terms of importance. Like I get where this is coming from. And it it is competition. Like she had to choose someone. And since, um, who was it that got second to third? I think it was... It was Crystal who ended up having like that little spot that Jada wanted. And yeah. then it was kind of the last spot. And Jada was like, okay, well, I guess I'll take it. Like, I got no choice. Um, so that's where we're at. I mean, I don't think in a way, I guess Jackie did kind of try to force that narrative. But I don't think she forced that onto Jada. Because Jada literally could have been like, just like she did the first episode, My, I feel like my opinions are not being valued here. <laughs> and she could have, you know, child, like, you know, she could have did all that and gotten what she wanted. But she didn't. She was like, I'm just going to go with it and, and make it work. And I think she was riding on a high of, like, doing so well last week that she saw, you know what, me going last, maybe I can do this. Like, And then when she got there, it kind of all went downhill. And you can't expect that. Like, I don't think think anyone could have expected that. I think it was also, like, she expressed, not everyone expressed that what, like, what spot they wanted. Everyone expressed that they didn't want to go last. But Jackie, or not not Jackie, Jada was one of the only people that said, I specifically want to go second or third. Yes. Like, so Jackie could have just turned around and said, okay, someone who didn't say what they want to do, why don't y'all go last? Like, she could have just turned, turned to Sherry and said, hey, Sherry, why don't you go last? But like she went to Jada, who literally said out loud with everyone around her, said, Hey, I want to go second or third. And then still Jackie goes, Okay, so Jada, do you want to go last? Like, that's kind of shady, honestly. Cause then I would kind of just be like, girl, I already said what I wanted to do. And now <laughs> and, and now you're kind of pitting everyone against me because no one wants to go last. So you're kind of trying to make me the bad guy and like yep. put me into like a corner. The only thing I don't love about it is like whether it's shady or not, I think that. Yet again, Jackie misrepresented the narrative because Jada specifically did say that she's going to just do it because she's not going to like, she, she, Jada was basically like, my hands are tied, whatever, I'm just going to do it. It wasn't like she was asking to be last. And Jada, I'm pretty yeah. sure Jackie accused her of saying she wanted to be last. Yeah. 
pretty sure she, that she definitely played something different in her head because she was so confident in it too. She was like, "Play, play the tapes, girl. Play yeah, the tapes." Was like, roll the footage. And I was like, "Girl, what are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> what is going on?" Like, I just wanted Jackie to tell the truth. You put her last, whether or not it was on purpose or shady. To me, is not important. Like, I know how that is. If you're in a competition and you want to put that bitch last, do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. I'm not mad at her for that, but don't like make her look like she asked to be in the last spot and like you're just this benevolent person who gave everyone who did your best. Like mm-hmm. you basically were like, does anyone, is anyone, you know, someone has to go last and Jada just let it go. So say that. Yeah. Cause those are two different, you know, narratives. There's, you know, her asking to be last and her just being last because that someone had to be. Mm-hmm. But again, painting narratives. And it was also kind of shady that she did that like on the main stage in front of RuPaul. Cause I feel like that's such a weird spot for really any drama to like come out. And I know it's obviously for the cameras, but like that was just like, again, a kind of a shady move. Like, I don't trust her. I just don't. I don't really trust her. And I hate the fact that now that because Sherry obviously isn't going to be in the finale, I feel like Jackie's going to be given like, like a default top four spot now. Girl, she like, because be, of, because of the fact that Sherry's not going to be in there. She better beat Gigi then, because Jada must win for me to be happy with this season. I, I'm sorry, like I've decided, Ooh. if Jada doesn't win, I will be mad because, like, I I don't see it for Jackie. I, Sherry Pie can't win, and Gigi yep. is good but not better than Jada to me. Yeah, I agree. Jada did well when it was completely look, really look based, and then she got lucky with some of the comedy challenges and like acting challenges. But you're like, talking about Gigi. Gigi, sorry. Yeah. Um, and I think they're both talented like I think Gigi is good enough to win if she wins I won't be like you know flipping tables but if Jackie so much as looks at the top spot (laughs) girl don't even look at the crown don't even touch the crown if she if she even moves her brown fingers onto that tiara (laughs) if she gets her body double with the brown skin to even touch that garment bitch bitch she's out next episode or else period yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Even if she is out, I think I think she will be out next episode. But even if she is, because of the fact that Sherry's not going to be in the top four, they have to have someone be in the top four because it's a two a two way lip sync or whatever. Like it's like two lip syncs, and the winner of those two lip syncs lip sync for the crown. So it's like someone has to be the fourth spot. And I'm assuming they're just going to have her be the default. And I'm just like that's aggravating. I because I, I would have loved to see Heidi. You know, just tear it up. You know, well, <laughs> tear up. Know, you asked to see Jada lip sync, and you got it. And she proved that she's yes. one of the best lip syncers on this season. Yeah. Period. Oh, God. So we already know who should win. Like she's a drag. She's the best drag queen. I'm sorry, that's left on the show. Period. Like Jan didn't get what she deserved. So I need somebody too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, I guess that's like kind of wrapping up the episode. We pretty much know like this next episode's kind of the final final four determination and i'm annoyed but it's fine um this season kind of lost steam at the end for me it was just a little weird Mm. but i think that's just because of the amounts of drag race shit that we're seeing and also for the listeners the next episode is going to be something on OnlyFans, and i'm like i'm rearing to just go (laughs) at it and all of my energy is tied up into hating gays right now so anyway Let's talk about the real tea, the real show, the real star of, like, my world. I'm about to get real excited. All Stars 5's cast was revealed. Bitch. Shame. Bitch. 
Shay Kool-Aid. Like, can we talk about excellence? Like, there's Jada Essence Hall level. There's Akira. There's Trinity. There's Shay. Like, these are some top-tier, amazing drag queens. And Shay, like, transcends drag even at times because of the things that she's done outside the show. I mean, when I first saw her, it was in Lipstick City. And I had seen all of her productions that she had done when she was with um, that fucked up racist white uh, circuit party, the Neverland parties that everybody dropped. Um, For y'all out there, don't do coke regularly. You know, one time at the warehouse party, sure, but... Girl, you know the girls are not going to take that advice. Yeah, they're probably not. It's fine. So the anyway, girls are coke heads, girl. Coke heads. <laughs> yeah, my daily dope. I know some of them girls. So like, it's so funny how Shay is on this season, and she walks in and she ends it like she won walking yeah, in. That's the tweet. Christ, mm-hmm. like how godly good can you be? Yeah. It's also just like it just hits me in a different way because obviously like everyone that watched that season like thought either that she was robbed or she was just like a lot of people really thought that she was going to win because she had the most wins that season. She was killing it. I still think about her. uh, What was that remix they did? Bring it to the runway, runway, run, run. Mm -hmm. Like that. That verse is that verse is just like everything. So I I don't know. Like it's just like it's crazy to see that she's like back in there, kind of in the way that like Chad Michaels was, where like RuPaul was like, I saw the error of my ways. Here you go, girl. Like you you deserve a crown. Take one. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> because Chad Michaels was not the level caliber of drag that I cared about. I cared not a damn worth a damn about Chad Michaels. What? Oh my god, I, I love Chad Michaels. I hated Chad Michaels. Did you see her when Trixie Alaska and her had to walk up to give the crown for the last All-Stars and Chad was in that dumpy, ugly, laced up sandal heel. <laughs> it's like Chad hadn't done drag in months, years, and just decided to put it on because she had to be on TV again. She looked a hot ass mess. And then that wig, uh, no, the, the hairline, like, you want to talk about Shay's Mason Dixon hairline in that cocky video? Like, Chad Michaels put it so far on her forehead. She had the near automata to be bandana over her eyes, basically, but it was in brunette or whatever color white people wear. It was terrible. I would just like to say very quickly, uh, mm-hmm. Snatch Game, Shea Coulee, Omarosa, period. Ooh. Oh, that's fierce. Period. Yes. Period. Period. Okay. Period. And it's relevant. I can see that. Bitch. If she could do that for me, I literally would like Venmo Cash App. Like, I'm sending whole pics, girl, whatever you want. Like, whatever we whatever we need, let's do it. Wow, the girls are really getting over scoliosis to Bitch. send these pics. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Can't wait to see the acrobatics y'all uh, put together out there. Whatever y'all need, bitch, I will help make this happen. I'm gonna pull right. a dojo on these bitches and, and do a hook. You get a hundred thousand views and get to number one. You'll show your titties on live. What yeah, titties, bitch, what titties? 
Oh my god. The yeah. fact that Nikki even tweeted and said, Congratulations, Doja. What time you showing your titties? I'm still thinking about that tweet. Literally, that'll, that that'll be me when Julio tries to delete his tweet saying that he'll show his titties <laughs> when Shea Coulee wins. <laughs> After Shea Coulee wins All Stars 5, I'll be like, So, I Julio, say, when are we seeing the titties, girl? I'm going to say, No, that was the old body. This is the new body. This <laughs> is the new body. <laughs> Shut up. You fucking a cold body. Like, <laughs> There's a Jubuki's deleted tweets account. I'm just gonna make a Julio's deleted tweets account just like I have it. That shit would put me in jail. I know. Or at least I already something like that. (laughs) (laughs) So Shay, like Shay is it. I cannot tell you how happy I am to see this woman on this show. Like if if there is no one in this lineup that deserves to win. Like, in terms of, like, roster or whatever, Shay, like, destroys any argument you can make on whether she's successful, whether she's talented, whether she's multifaceted, whatever. Like, Shay does it in every arena she's been in. Mm-hmm. Like, where is... Like, there's no competition to me. None. Like, and, and that's why I'm mad at the rest of the season, the roster, because I'm like, some of these girls I wish were on their own season <laughs> so that they didn't have to compete with such a monster. Like yeah. Shay in this roster in this lineup is the Nikki verse of the Monster song. Period. Like um, it's the Hello Good Morning she, of the girls. Yeah, she's the Hello Good Morning of this. Like she's the oh nope, I'm not doing that rap because I was listening to it on the way home. Anyway, <laughs> who I am really excited to see is Miss Cracker. If we're talking about girls, because I girl. love Miss Cracker. Girl, well Shay doesn't, but that's other tea. But the thing is, that'll be great TV, and it'll be organic. It won't be like <laughs> it won't be fake. It, it won't be it, it, it won't be ruganic. It'll be organic. Like oh, I'm mad. we're we're gonna get drama, and that's what I need from RuPaul's Drag Race. I feel like everyone's been too nice. It's been too cute. It's been too kumbaya. I want some season two untucked level India Farah getting <laughs> picked up. Oh by me on first. That <laughs> like that's. That's the level of antics and Drag. gay faggotry, malicious gay faggotry that I want. Drag is not a context. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, the girls that the girls that started watching Drag Race at like maybe season eight and beyond, they they really just don't they don't have the language and <laughs> the verbiage. <laughs> they they don't know what they've really missed because yeah. those early seasons were on some fucking shit. They don't like, know anything about the malicious gay faggotry that we did not think <laughs> we were going to run into here. They don't. They have no idea that we're running into it. Like, they're completely blind. I'm actually... Because your parts are dark and nasty, Raven. Inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> iconic. Iconic lines. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, oh, because that's when it was still closer in energy to the Tyra Banks show. So the yeah. so the energy is just more more... <laughs> It's just more volatile. That thing, you know? The the volatile Sagittarians Tyra Banks energy was still there, and now RuPaul has really taken over, and I think that's what's really fucking with the energy in the show. Yeah, um, that's what's changed. Who yeah, else are we I, excited about? Uh, I'm to be honest with you. Oh, I was gonna say India Farah, but yeah, Juju too. I love me some Juju She's one of my first queens She's a that I've seen. I stand her, and also I Loki want to see Mariah too, just because I love listening to her talk. I love oh, Mariah Balenciaga. Miss Mariah, everything. successful. Mariah is everything. 
And yeah. she came up in like she's that era of ballroom, like she's ballroom drag mm-hmm. turned into kind of club um, every other day white woman drag. Like <laughs> it's interesting. At her, attack her, drag her. The yeah. thing is, how did I know when I saw the name leaked on Twitter um, that Miss Alexis Mateo was going to be on the show? How did I know she was going to come out in a full-fledged Puerto Rican flag? Talking about it, I don't know. Okay. How did I know before I even saw her? Let's drag this bitch real quick. Okay, yeah. Let me be volatile for like five seconds. This is going to be controversial, what I'm about to say. You not West Indian, bitch. Oop! (laughs) (laughs) You not West Indian, bitch. Oh, no. You You Latinx, bitch. I hate the Puerto Rican flag. Like, <laughs> don't do that, girl. Don't don't, do don't make me drag you. Don't make me drag you, girl. <laughs> I no. Go ahead. Just give me a second before you before you stick the pyre in me. I watch Castlevania. I know oh. how this goes. Um, I hate the Puerto Rican flag. Whenever I see it, I'm just like, this is the most ugly setup of colors. On a on a national level ever, like y'all got annexed. Stop being mad. Anyway, so I oh, hate no. it in a bodysuit. That's yeah. what that's the tea I'm getting at. Because every time I see it in a bodysuit, it just seems so low level for like an iconic flag. Like if if Courtney acts going to do an Australian flag, I feel like the Puerto Rican flag should be just as like it needs to be grand. It needs to be big. It needs to be not just a bodysuit. Yara wore the exact same bodysuit on her yeah. season with Alexis. So yeah. why would you wear this walking in? I loved the um the coat. That was luxurious yeah, and gorgeous. Coat. Yeah. Like that. But that bodysuit, like are you serious? With the Puerto Rican No, you already know how I feel about Puerto Rican. She gives you box energy and she gives you a box type wig silhouette. So it just reinforced the slight. It give it it gives me That's like the same wig that she wears all the time too. It's very high, the high poof, like very almost like um snooky Mm -hmm. Jersey Shore esque poof. And with her face more round, it just doesn't make sense now. Yeah. Oop, is that it just the, doesn't. Phobia? Is that the first fat phobic comment of the episode? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like seeing fat faces okay, with fat Chase, bobs on, on the Chase, head. You <laughs> bitch, step on the scale before you keep talking, bitch. Uh, it's two hundred and forty-two pounds. Okay, Go ahead, attack me. I'm at six foot. <laughs> Six foot, two hundred forty-two pounds, and I say to you, I do not like a fat face with a fat, oh, round yeah. oh, bob oh. on the top of your head. It just oh. does not make sense. It does not make sense. I would never wear those two things. Why do you want to put something oh. oval on your head when your head's already oval? Oh. <laughs> you look like an infinity sign upward. Girl, okay. that's to you though. <laughs> that's kind of tea. Oh my god, um, that's kind of tea. Article line. What I will say, <laughs> what I will say, if we're talking about thick girls, Mayhem Miller is looking good and thick because she she did gain a little bit of weight, but she like looks amazing. Maybe it's the way that she cinched, but her those thighs, girl, that two piece meal that she walked in with, I think she looks beautiful, and I'm really excited because I really I liked Mayhem Miller towards the end of her season because I think it was kind of more of a, a Heidi thing where at first. She was kind of a mess and she didn't really know how to do her makeup and she didn't really have, you know, I guess the vision that she needed. But by the end of her season, I really liked her and like I liked what she was giving. She just didn't have the chops to take it all the way. So I'm like really excited to see her 
because she also had stepped in on um, Fashion Photo Review mm-hmm. when Raja was doing her one-woman show. And I really, I, I didn't know how much I really liked her personality, like, outside of just being a drag queen, too. So I'm actually super excited about her. I want to see what what mayhem is going to give the girls. She's always had, like, great makeup, like, in terms of, like, her look. And she did win the first challenge on her season and then had that slow decline. So it would be nice to see her get the redemption that she deserves. Like, she had her tagline party taken from her by a door (laughs) before she even got on the show. And so it would be nice to, like, see Mayhem get some some good recognition. Uh, The next queen I want to talk about is India Farah. Because I actually love India Farah. That is so. I mean, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything bad about India because I, I. She's just not personally my style, but I. Mm-hmm. I do think that she is a talented drag queen, especially on her season. I think her season was like one of the hardest seasons of Drag Race, just based on everyone's skill level. Mm-hmm. I think season two and season three were like, kind of. Like the hardest ones, especially when it came to the challenges too. So even though she wasn't really my cup of tea, I do feel for her getting picked up (laughs) during lip sync. That that sucks. (laughs) That's scary. I would have I would have full on fought somebody. I would have full on fought Mimi the ass because girl, body bitch, like wax on Mm -hmm. wax on something. But I I do I do think she's talented. I'm very excited to see what she brings. My issue with India is breastplates and you know how i feel about breastplates i hate them i want them to go away mm-hmm. i think she does them beautifully i'm not in love with them i just don't like them but what i will say is i like her entrance look here i just wish it didn't have that top like i actually just want the bodysuit underneath with the lace or whatever that is mm. and i love the i color. guess i'm i love more and more and more and india is like the queen of more and more like and I also love the entrance, like the way she walked in. It had the old school jewelry at the back, and then it's just and the makeup has gotten great, and like she has great proportions. Like I'm excited to see India honestly because I think like old school drag like that mixed with new school things, it just it's nice to see that on this television screen again. Uh, who else? Blair St. Clair got a decent amount of work done, and I am very happy to say y'all made the right decisions with your surgery because if you ended up looking like Chad Michaels, I'd be mad. I'd be so mad. I hate surgery that's like overboard like that. Um, I think her lip fillers are a little bit too much for me, but I think... Really? Yeah, I think it's just because like when you have like no lips and then you get the lip fillers, it's almost like trying to put something there that there's no space for. That's a Julio You know, you're trying to paint like a 20 inch by 24 inch painting on a canvas that's like a four inch by six inch postcard you know what i'm saying like there's just not much to do so it kind of just like folds your lip a little bit out and i was like that was the first thing i I noticed when she walked in but what i will say is that i know that she has stepped her pussy up like blair's like she's been giving you looks she's been giving you vocals she's been giving you tour dates like she's been giving you everything so like, yeah, she's she been giving you tour dates that are not canceled. Like, she, she's been booked and busy. And, like, I know that now she's definitely more confident because that was a big thing on her season is that she didn't have confidence. She was really young. She was inexperienced. So now she she walked in and she said, girl, I'm all grown up. I mean, 
I mean, mostly. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I also stand a queen who gets a white queen who gets um, all of the black girls' approval on their season, every single one of them, and has not like no one has ever had a bad thing to say about Blair. Yeah. None of them go off Blair. Um, and then I think the last person is Angina, who I never thought I would ever see on a season of Drag Race again. Yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised to see her, even though I think that she deserves to be on on All Stars. I think that it's kind of been a long time coming. I just didn't think that she would choose to do it. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see what happens there. Like right. she's she's like one of she's one of the original queens, like a person who's paved the way basically for the like rest of the girls. Like she came in when RuPaul's Drag Race didn't have a, didn't even have contracts, you know, put together to make the girls on television. They had that Vaseline filter, and um, they had that tiny stage that was literally the size of my, uh, my living room. Like she deserves to be back on television to show how well she's developed and like the things that she brings to the table in terms of like her fashion references and her entrance look was expensive mm-hmm. that is the most expensive like um body headpiece thing i've ever seen on this yeah. show she looked good bitch <laughs> she looked good she looked real good she looked like she looked religious <laughs> It's yeah. a Filipino cultural piece. Religious, honey. Yeah. Yeah. We stand. God. Oh, that's not the last person. The other person uh, was aptly forgotten for a good reason is um, Willem. I was, to say, I was about to say it. I was going to say Willem, right? Yeah. Honey. Uh, mm, mm. Well, that's it for the show. Thank <laughs> you so much for y'all for listening. <laughs> like, I we don't already, care we about already have... Theory. I just, like, don't get that, like, her storyline when she walks in was, like, oh, like, I was in this Britney box on my season, and she walks in as Britney Spears. I'm, like, what are you trying to prove here? Like, your proof, and, like, her wig was sitting three inches on top of her head, a la Omarosa Reed of Wendy Williams. Like, her wig wasn't sitting right on her head. She was giving you Britney, even though her voiceover was saying that she didn't want to be in a Britney box. She's giving you the same thing that she's always been giving you. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't see it for her. Who is? I'm sorry. Who are we talking about again? <laughs> We're talking about Willem, aka Courtney Act, aka Derek Berry, aka aka. Like she doesn't have a personality or anything that I care about. I I don't want to drag her that hard, but it's like. You're just a filler spot. I don't care. So anyway, the rest of the cast is great. Like yeah. when I say great, I mean like I don't see how she could even get past week one with as many great people as you got here. Um, like and the first challenge is most likely going to be the typical variety show. So other than a Britney performance, unless she brings out that fucking snake from the VMAs performance, like I don't see how she's going to give me anything I haven't already seen from Britney herself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's what like we've, do? Had, we've had Britney girls do Britney on the show before, and Derek is not even, like, the best. It's not anywhere near the, the top but Britney girl. So it's like, you already know. Now we're in, like, the fifth season of All-Stars and the now 12th season of the real show. So it's like, if you know that you're not the best Britney, why keep doing Britney, especially if you're trying to make your storyline be 
I don't want to be in a Britney box anymore. Like, it just seems kind of silly. Like, it, it, you're not really setting yourself up to win. You're setting yourself up to be in the same place you were that made you lose your season. I mean, this is the same person who went up against Bob the Drag Queen and thought she stood a chance. Like, <laughs> she's obviously not working with a full deck of cards in her brain. Oh, oh. <laughs> Like, I'm just saying. Can't, I can't dis- disagree completely. I'm just like, I, I just don't see what, because at this point, you're kind of playing, you're you're playing a game in the sense of, you know how the, how the game works, you know how the show works, and now you're back to do something differently that's going to make you win. And I don't think she even, she hasn't even picked up the baseball bat, let alone got to the, got up to bat to swing. She's not even holding a bat. She's, she's holding like, like a noodle. <laughs> She's holding, she's holding like a piece of cooked spaghetti. Like, I just don't really understand what she's doing. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She's still on the flight over in order to get the Uber to get to the damn baseball uh, place. Yeah, to pick up she's not. <laughs> I don't get it for her, but maybe she'll prove me wrong. Hopefully she does. Maybe not. I think quarantine yeah. Caputo is my favorite because she is so much shadier. So much more savage. <laughs> I don't. I don't get to see enough people in real life that she needs <laughs> I don't get enough release. Get <laughs> I don't get enough release. That's why I've been running every day because I'm just trying to out. It gets a lot of shit out that I can't. You know what, girl? Step on the scale. You just alluded to running. I don't know about that. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Step, on Step on the scale. Step bitch. on the scale, bit before you keep talking. Step oh on the scale. Well, we are at um, basically the end of our show. Thank you so much for y'all for joining with us. Um, Stay safe in this um, fucked up world of ours where everything is reopening. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't trust the government, y'all. Stay inside as long as you can until they make y'all go back to work and all that shit. Because you don't know. None of us know. Get in, bitch. We're going shopping.